All right. We got another segment of Chief Yuya podcast. And in this segment, we're talking about protocols once again, but how they relate to enlightenment, community building, and the relationships we hold with ourselves. And uh, we're back again. So now we can call this the uh, fifth segment of Chief Yuya podcast. Kind of continuing this conversation surrounding protocols, customs, mores, and you know, of course, it's worthy of a of a spillover, if you will, because here's here's the truth. Here's the, here's the secret. Nine times out of ten, the issues that we're personally going through or going through as a collective are related to how we relate. You know, how we engage with one another, how we interact with one another, how we, you know, stimulate certain spirits inside of each other, whether we're invoking you know, the, the, the higher forming spirits or the higher manifesting spirits or if we're invoking and, and triggering and, and irritating the lower manifesting spirits. But so time, so many times it's dependent upon the protocol and that we're using. And a lot of us haven't gone through any type of initiating initiatory rites where we've actually been taught protocol or we've been taught, you know, customs and mores and you know how we move a certain way in order to produce a certain response not only in our physical or human community but also in our spiritual community so rudeness becomes a very uh, accepted thing you know if, if i can get away with it i'll do it and that's what you have in these internet forums and you know in this digital world where you're able to do so many things without consequence and of course we saw the entrance of most of and many of that type of mentality just through the introduction of gaming systems where children could kill 50 60 70 80 people steal cars do all kind of things with no sort of consequence whatsoever so what happens uh you know remember the mind never really knows the difference between what's being imagined and what's being realized so it really does think that it's killing things and it's being rude and it's taking things and snatching things and you know, it's, it's pillaging and it's robbing. So now when we get another level of the game, which we'll call the digital arena or the Internet or social media, we approach it with the same level of, of gruffness, the same level of savagery. And for those of us who don't necessarily engage in all those systems, for instance, I'm one who I don't play any video games. I don't know anything about them at all. Uh, I think the last video game I played was... um. Maybe Centipede <laughs> And it may be Millipede When that came out um, Oh no 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 There's another one with the sword Shinobi I think was the name of it You know Because I only like fighting and racing games really Pole position I used to play Shinobi <laughs> You know um, So I'm not really a video game type of guy I'd rather just go get in a car And drive fast and go get a sword and you know and 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 uh do that so um i don't necessarily come from that culture and there's many of us who don't so as a result you know we're, we're pretty far into it and in that sense um when you start to introduce like i said some of some of the the ideas or the or the level of disrespect we're kind of thrown off and it should be that way because in many instances, if you enter into a healthier society, some of the things that we allow ourselves to do to one another 
some of the things that we get away with with one another are just simply um, unheard of, simply not allowed and simply unheard of, you know. So, like I said, uh, a lot of times in the work that I do, you know, as a counselor, as a priest, as a coach, a lot of times the issues that clients approach me with are related to protocol. You know, we want to get protection spells and love spells and things like that. And we always, if we back it down to the culture that we're living in, the protocols that we're engaging, we're finding that we'll find that we'll have a lot less conflict and a lot less troubles. You know, ultimately, the work that you're doing, spiritual or otherwise, is supposed to create a more a more stable, grounded, and cultivated intelligence inside of you. And when it doesn't create that, then we have to question your actual spiritual practices. And if those practices are healing you or if they're curing you, curing is external, healing is internal. So if you have a spiritual practice that is transforming you on the inside, which means you're becoming enlightened, then now what happens is that that enlightenment begins to go up through your spine and it starts to create a higher form or or higher functioning mind but if you have a spiritual practice that's not enlightening you and it's just curing you and everything is external then you're constantly looking for you're constantly people become very comfortable with them they become very used to them they become used to doing the wrong thing and very grounded and rooted in their own self-sabotage and often when I'm speaking to clients and I'm saying listen you know they may say I want a reading on this or my love life or my finances or this or that and I'll say okay well how do you approach money do you come from a community or a culture that your parents teach you about money then they may say well I didn't really grow up my parents you know I didn't I never knew my father I never knew my mother I grew up this way grew up that way okay well that 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 level of imbalance right there, you know, in, in your filial love that was missing is already going to start to create something because that maternal and that paternal piece is imbalanced, whether you were just with your mother or just with your father. So now there's certain things in the world that you're not going to understand. You may have knowledge of them, but you're not going to have understanding of them because there's a part of the formula that's missing. Man knowledge, woman under, woman wisdom, child understanding. So you don't re- receive the understanding if you don't come underneath the protocols of a balanced family. right? So that means you're not going to understand relationships. You're not going to understand wealth. You know, you're not going to even understand maybe how to interact within a community or interact with someone else's family or just in, in general because your balance has been off. Your formula of understanding things was not placed inside of you. You see... And that's such a common thing. So even for me, for instance, I know that when I'm looking, seeking to understand something, I have to understand the logical aspect of it, the man. I have to understand the abstract aspect of it, the woman. And then I have to put those together, synthesize it into a marriage for me to produce the child, which is the the actual understanding or the understanding of whatever it is that I'm trying to figure out or learn. Okay, cool. Just got a message. This person's telling me that they arrived. For those of you who heard the last segment, you know what I'm talking about. Let me just let them know. Cool. All right. So, um, yeah, man. So, uh, like I said, dealing with protocols, if you can establish proper and healthy protocols from the beginning, that will eradicate 80 to 85% of the issues that you have to deal with later in life. So, for instance, um, the individual who I mentioned earlier in the other segment who was honking the horn behind me, being very rude and belligerent, 
let's say if I would have got out of my car with a baseball bat and just started smashing his windows in, right? So now he'd have to be thinking about protection spells and self-defense and this and that. Or maybe even I'd have to be thinking about those some of those things. Or how do I, what spell do I use to get out of jail? You know, because now a cop saw it. Now I'm, I'm locked up for, for battery. Or I'm locked up for assault. You know, or he's pressing charges because maybe the amount of damage that I caused to his vehicle. Right. So now I want to go to a priest and go figure out, well, what do I do to get out of jail and make this, this situation go away? Well, if you had proper protocols to begin with, the situation wouldn't exist. That's the answer. Some things you can't rewind the clock on. Some things you got to get it right in the beginning. You have to start with a certain structure in your life in the beginning. You can't build a, a, a put a building together with no foundation, with 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 no skeletal, strong skeletal structure. You know, you just put a building together with a bunch of cement blocks, but you don't put any steel rebar. You see what happened in Haiti some years back from buildings that were constructed that way with no steel reinforcement. So then the building collapses. Right. And then you're wondering, well, what ritual can I do, you know, to help me because the building collapsed or you already have the shabby building. And as a result, you're having issues inside of that building. And it's it's. Inevitable that the building's going to collapse on itself. But you want rituals for a shabby building instead of saying, you know what? I didn't use the proper structure or protocol or customs or manner to build this thing in the first place. So therefore, it has no integrity. And without any integrity, it can't interact with the integral forces of the universe. It's only going to interact with the broken forces of the universe. So then you start interacting with artificial spirits. You start interacting with... Okay, cool. One second, I gotta send an important message. <laughs> okay, you know, you know what to do. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm sending some... I'm sending some... Um, I'm, I'm sending some of them on a hunting mission <laughs> They out hunting um, <laughs> That's only for certain people to understand what that means But um, Anyway so like I'm saying is that Again you're not interacting With wholesome energies because you're not Coming with, this, with the proper Structure or protocol and you're not getting the best From those energies from the people that you want So say for instance um, Again someone jumps on my thread Or let's say I did it to someone else And I start correcting them and then I turn around and say, hey, I want your help in something or I need your help or I'm trying to form a relationship. It's not going to happen because I've already, you know, we're building when we're interacting with people, we're building a, a space between us and that other person. We're building that space. Right. And you can build it properly with the proper and systematically. Or you can build it in a way where it's sloppy and, and, and you know, it's, it's a hazard. So then you don't get the best out of what the two of you could have because you're inside of an unsafe structure. So one of the things that you begin to build on is, of course, and to, and to maintain integrity. Foundationally, you have to build on honesty. There has to be respect. There has to be openness. There has to be a level of vulnerability. There has to be a level of faith between you and that person. And all of these things happen in an instance. This is not something that you even necessarily have to build over time. It's in an instance. It's how you address the person. You see, it's it's if, if you have a certain agenda, it's how you present that agenda 
or it's it's the the customs and the manners that you seek to learn that would show respect for that person. It's like when you've traveled to a foreign country, uh, a place where you don't necessarily speak the language, but you take the time to learn 10 or 15 words of that language. And you let the people there know that I respect you enough to at least try. So I'm trying to build a, re- a relationship to some to some degree, letting you know that I respect you. I'm not trying to co-opt you or impose my ways on you, but I'm trying to learn your ways so that way we can have a healthier interaction. Now, you don't see any of that online. It just doesn't exist because it's an environment that is conducive to disrespect. It's, con- it, you know, it, it it encourages disrespect, in fact, because it's juicy. People can sit back with their popcorn and they can watch and ooh, it's getting heated up now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and all and all of that type of stuff, man. But it's not necessarily all that. All that is not necessarily uh, healthy for if you're trying to build a relationship with someone. And I can tell you, for me, it's definitely not. Once you come at me like that, I'm done with you. And sometimes when I talk to clients and I'm trying to give them the better information, and they want magic oils and magic feathers and 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 things like that, and I'm saying it's not about that. You got to respect this tradition. I'm trying to teach you how to respect it, and and that starts with learning it. And I see that their interest wanes, then it becomes something different between them and myself. You know, it becomes a different thing now, because that's a part of me respecting my own protocol. I'm not. Um, one years old and what I mean by that I'm not you know I'm not brand new in this where I'm so thirsty and hungry just to talk about Ifa with people or talk about occultism and, and, and mysticism and magic with people I'm not there I'm an adult in this so therefore my the approach to me has to be different and what I'm going to give you is different than someone who doesn't know what I know Someone who doesn't know what I know, they're going to talk to you about magic oils and feathers. You know, mix some of this and do some of that and everything will be all right. But as you mature and you grow and you go up through that chakra ladder, then it goes from it goes from the emotional and the physical. And now you're dealing with the higher learning. So it's just like the chakras. You know, when you first get into spirituality, what are some of the first rituals you do? Wealth rituals, protection, all that root chakra stuff. Then you might. You know, get into some sex magic. You want to get into the pleasure aspect. You want to get into the identity aspect. So you're going through each chakra. Then eventually you pass that heart. And now you're coming from that that throat chakra, you know, where it's word power. So someone may come to you for a a ritual and you you may say, tell you what, I'm going to give you something more powerful than that. I'm going to give you a mantra that you can say. And it's a mantra. No, I don't want no mantra. I want you to cut this chicken's neck open. I want you to grab a rooster by the neck and cut it open and pour it all over this thing right here. And you might say, yeah, we could do that, but I'm going to give you something on top. But they don't want that. You see? And part of it is because they're missing that protocol inside of them that tells them when an elder is speaking and, and, and someone who's an elder and what it is that I'm trying to do and learn. Let me shut up and be so thankful for the grace that's being shown to me right now, because that's how I'm going to go far in this thing. That's how I'm going to learn. That's how I'm going to grow. But see, that's missing. That protocol is missing. So we don't know how to mate. We don't know how to. And the word mate means match. So we don't know how to match ourselves with other people because we haven't established rituals within our within ourselves for our own personal protocols. You know, how do you get up in the dawning? How do you? 
clean your teeth? How do you clean your face? How do you clean your body? How do you eat? What do you put inside of your stomach? You know, what kind of acknowledgement or thoughts do you give to that thing when you're putting in, in inside of your stomach? You know, we could just go through the whole list. Do you have a personal protocol? Do you have a personal culture? So now when you interact and meet with a person, what are you using? Or are you just freestyling it every single time and just looking where the chips fall and assuming that that other person has some form of custom can't tell you how many times i've counseled people through that well you would think i wouldn't think that a person would you know they go through something on their job well i said this so you would think they would no i wouldn't think that I wouldn't assume that anyone has a culture. I wouldn't assume that anyone would have a decent reaction based in, based on anything I do, especially living in the West. But I know I can share my culture and I can share it to a point where a person has to adopt it. Kind of like Western culture has been shared with us, you know. So a lot of times, like I said, that becomes a difficult spot for people. And uh, we have to start focusing more on protocols. And that's what I'm going to talk about. I've been saying it for the longest, but that's all I that's mainly what I want to teach right now. Protocols and family and even before family protocols, because if you don't have protocols, you don't know how to how to get a family. You don't know how to choose a mate. You don't know if maybe you shouldn't even be choosing the mate. There's a reason why your elders should help you choose that mate. If you don't have protocols, you're not going to have elders because you're not going to have that level of respect. And even if there are elders around, you don't know how to interact with them or how to regard them or so forth and so on. So therefore, they just become annoying old people. Right. So protocols is so critical to building community because that's how we determine if we're together. Just like when you see people who've been in the military and they've been in the same branch in the military, they greet each other a certain way. And there's an immediate camaraderie. As a result, or people who work in law enforcement, there's a certain way that they interact with each other. Even if, if you're if, if if I'm a cop and my brother gets pulled over and he shows, you know, the PBA card, there's a protocol where you say, OK, you let him go, because if you don't let my brother go now, when I pull your brother, your cousin or your wife over, I'm going to give them the ticket. So we understand that there's an understanding between us because we have a certain protocol that we maintain. But see, without that protocol, we have no community. There's nothing cohesively binding us together. You see, beyond the intellectual pursuits and, well, you know, this is what God is and this is what God is. And so beyond that, you find that there'd be less debates, you know, because, you know, hey, I mean, ape, 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 don't kill ape, (laughs) you know, I mean. And uh, I hope you understand what I mean by that And you don't try to take it a different way But um, Like I said Even in part of my protocol I never speak about my own people publicly Publicly It doesn't mean I don't speak about them But I'm not going to do it in public Right So that's that's just a part of my own personal protocol And it may only mean something to me It may not mean anything to anyone else But you have to start somewhere <laughs> You know And then it goes outward It starts somewhere You know So That protocol begins to create those communities and then, you know, those values are transmitted amongst each member. You know, the values are transmitted. And then you'll find that you won't have so many money issues because you have a protocol in how you deal with wealth. 
and how you deal with your own personal priorities and where your spending goes and even your education. So when an elder tries to tell you about money or tells you about what you should study in education, you listen in a different way because you have that protocol. You'll find that you won't have to do so many love spells because you know how to talk to people. You're not scaring off all of the good mates because you're so rude or you're so nasty or because you haven't built up anything in life. Because that hasn't become a part of your of your, your communal customs that at a certain age I should have this, I should have that, I should have that. Not that I'm 50, 60 years old still trying to find a mate and doing all these love rituals. And again, I'm trying to bring healing and alleviation to a broken building. So you have to build that building with integrity first. Then you'll find you won't have to do all of those different type of things. You won't need to do readings every day. You know, I, I advise it when you're learning, but that's a part of a learning process. But, you know, you can kind of move automatically to a degree because you have to rely and trust in the culture. It won't fail you. Trust in the, in the structure and in the integrity of the culture. It will not fail you. But when you don't have that or you don't have a sane culture, one that you've chosen or your your elders have chosen and these are elders that you've trusted, then you have an innate and a subconscious fear about relying on it. So it just becomes something extracurricular. So you come to someone like me for a reading, but nothing in your culture says to respect me. Nothing in your culture says that I know what I'm talking about when I'm talking. You don't have anything like that. So when I start talking, you'll go, uh, yeah, but OK, well, you know what? Let me explain it because I don't think you understood what I was saying. You start doing that stupidness and 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 really insulting my intelligence and insulting my manhood. You know, and I've used the example so many times is like me going to a woman's kitchen and making her tell me every ingredient. Well, did you put this in it? Did you put that in it? Now I'm insulting her womanhood or she's breastfeeding and I'm telling her how she should breastfeed or I'm telling her how much monthly flow she should have and shouldn't have. I'm trying to undermine her femininity. You see, so I'm, I'm just kicking over all of the pillars of custom kicking over all of the pillars of, of protocol and then wondering why I can't seem to connect with people and people don't want to connect with me because I'm a, I'm a beastly savage with no with no tradition, no custom, no protocols, no mores. Can't do it. It's not going to work. All right. So let me get some quick housekeeping because I didn't really do that in the last segment. All whores go to heaven is still in full effect. Uh, GoFundMe.com forward slash A-W-G-T-H All Whores Go to Heaven You can also go to AllWhoresGoToHeaven.com Also the Red Wrap We have a distribution event that we're doing it On uh, October 18th 2018 October 18th So we're starting to drive pretty much now And we'll be working with the Henry Street Settlement This time around You can go to Anu Life Global forward slash Red Wrap And get more information on that Oh also A little side note Um Yes, I do all the music for the segments. Uh, a couple of people had asked me that recently. They were they were together. They were having a debate about it, and um, you know, one of them had said, "You know, the music is so hypnotic in, this, in the segments. I wonder where he gets it. It's they're, they're all my creations, um, and sometimes I work with a licensing licensing company that I I also sell music to, and um, you know, I because it's my music, I use it for the segments. And a lot of times, the, the stuff I use for segments are just like leftover tracks that I never did anything with. But yeah, and um, I do have some music projects that are coming forth. One in particular, Noir Mel. I know I've been talking about it since last year, but there's been so much going on that I had to put a pause on it. 
Um, but Noir Mel is forthcoming. So keep an eye out for that. N-O-I-R-M-A-L-E. You're going to like that project a lot. It's this there's going to be an accompany uh, manifesto with it, as well as a small book. All right. On Noir Mel. We're also working on a film, you know, just a little small film. And that leads me to this. Check out the um, if you go to the Anu Nation YouTube page. Uh, which is youtube.com forward slash A-N-U-N-A-T-I-O-N. You'll see a video for the Red Rap. You know, um, definitely please go check that out. Share it. Comment on it. uh, Subscribe. You know, all the stuff they tell you guys to do. What is it? Like, comment, share, subscribe. But definitely share it. Please do that. Let people know what we're doing with the Red Rap. But check it out. Uh, you get to see some of the volunteers up close, you know, hear them talking, you know, some of the beautiful uh, sisters who put their efforts towards Red Rap. And also we are reinitiating the um, Anu Women's Group. So you can go to the I. We have an IG page that we put up recently. Anu Womb, A-N-U-W-O-M-B, A-N-U-W-O-M-B. For some reason, we couldn't get Anu Woman. I'm still working. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with that. But anyway, it. it that that handle may change to like the Anu woman or something like that. It probably will. But anyway, for now, you can still go and subscribe to it. Anu womb. And we're going to be releasing the new information for signing up for women and things like that. And um, it's actually going to be an application process this time around to join the women's ministry. And we're reinstituting also an application process for the men's ministry. So quality over quantity. So if you're interested in what we're doing you know, with our new, uh, you definitely want to, you know, stay in touch, get on top of that stuff. All right. There's also a Twitter account, but you know, I'll, I'll release that information later, but for right now, um, just get on the IG and you, you'll kind of know what's going on while it's going on. And we definitely encouraging those who want to join the, our new womb, our new women <laughs> to be a part of the red rap. You know, of course that is an ongoing project and it's something that's you guys know I've shared already I don't want to go back into it But it's very dear to me um, And it's a very important project Alright But like I said Check out the film And you'll get more information We did a little um, Mini Mini documentary it's, it's not very long So it won't take up Too much of your time But you get to uh, See some of the Some of the women in action And get kind of An explanation Of what the experience Was like And I, I have some B-roll footage I guess you could say That we're going to do Another Second part of that mini documentary with too, but for right now, definitely go to the Anu Nation YouTube page, subscribe to it, and check out those videos. You know, um, and yeah, and there's a Chief Yuya YouTube page. A lot of you told me you didn't know about it. Um, YouTube YouTube.com forward slash Chief Yuya, and there's some videos up there that lectures and stuff that I I don't think some of you have seen. All right, so that that is just some of the stuff that's going on right now. With um, Anu Also for those of you interested in starting a chapter You know uh, Definitely reach out to us Organizer at AnuLifeGlobal.org Organizer at AnuLifeGlobal.org If you're interested in starting a chapter In your area We're getting that going um, again And for those of you interested in organizing one You know uh, We can give you some more information on that And of course provide as much support as As we possibly can uh, for those of you who want to organize people in your area and get deeper into the Anu Nation teaching so we can grow this thing like we're supposed to. For those of you who are inst- interested in nation building, I know a lot of you aren't. Don't worry about it. No judgment. <laughs> but for those of you who are, we have something for you. And for the rest of you, good luck. Anyway, so 
getting back to the idea of protocols, like I said, it's such a critical thing, man, because uh, we lose out in a big way when we don't know how to interact with people. We don't know how to interact with spirits and we're coming with the wrong energy. And it reminds me of, of this. Um, there was a challenge that this woman did once. I'm not going to say a name. She's kind of popular. She wrote a book and whatnot. But she did this challenge. And I thought it was kind of cool, but it was some things about it. And it was basically, it was different women sending in videos. And they were speaking as feminine, quote unquote, as they possibly could. So it was like a soften your voice challenge. And when you listen to it, like I listened to some of the video, I watched them. And they just sounded like a bunch of phony teenagers. It was like, they were just like real, you know that playful thing that people do on videos where there's, it, you almost, they almost kind of come off as mentally handicapped. Where it's like, hi, this is so-and-so, and I just wanted to say good. It's like, what? What's wrong with you, man? Talk. <laughs> you know? And they think it's cute. Because it, they're trying to sound like women. They're, they're females trying to sound like women. And the problem is they don't understand, especially... And this was a woman who like kind of teaches how to get a husband and stuff like that. Um, but she's, she's really... You could see the masculinity in her. You could see it. It's all in her face. Like You could see how hard she is. And everything that she's about is manipulation. In fact, in her book, most of her prescription is just oral sex. You know, when when he's doing this or when he did oral sex and in the middle of oral sex, ask him if you can have a new car. You know, it's like manipulation because the idea there is that men are still just these these stalwart, stalwart, you know, ignorant, foolish beast that are just here to serve you. You know, you stay at home. He does all the work and he brings all the money and he you just lay up like a queen in the palace. And um Maybe at one point that you could have got off with that, but there's too many men waking up today and they realize that they got conned with that and they were sold a bad bill of sales, you know. So it's not authentic when you just hi and yeah, and you're making this fake voice and not realizing that he's not stupid, he can discern your energy. It's not just about what you're saying. Sometimes it's not even just about how you're saying. It's the energy that you give off because your core truth and your core authenticity is always going to come out. It's always going to come out. And a lot of times it shows in your physiognomy. You know, because you you start what's on the inside starts to shape what's on the outside. I was talking to someone about that recently, about the proliferation of men or males, I'd have to say, who choose to um, be with other males. If you look at them, they don't they, they start to look different. They get that permanent pout mouth. You know, uh, one of my old students, you know, in um, my rites of passage, he was he, he went that way. And I just remember over the years looking at this boy's butt grow and grow and grow. He had the biggest apple bottom booty that you could ever imagine. He used to, of course, wear, after a while he was wearing like girl jeans and his butt was all hiked up in the air and. He had these hips and he was young, you know, he wasn't taking any pills or anything like that. But you live like that long enough. What's on the inside is going to start terraforming what's on the outside. You know, so it's the same thing. You know, you can make your voice sound soft and things like that. But some some of you may have those hard, angular facial features, you know, and you got this grit and this hard look to your face like a man. 
but you're and it's almost creepy and you got this man face but you're going yeah and um hi and in it and no i didn't mean to disrespect you what are you talking about you know say some of the rudest things and then always come back with the the soft all i simply said was no one's stupid we can discern that garbage we know what it is and because you have a lack of protocol you don't know how to behave properly that's male and female alike you know so you got to those protocols will help to sh- to shield and save you from your own folly you know they will help to get you in a place where you can start building authentic and healthy relationships firstly with yourself and then with others so that way you're not always left out in the cold and having to do a myriad of rituals and all of these fire dances because so many things are caving in on you because it seems like you're just going from crisis to crisis without any really any real type of systematic method methodology inside of your life that now produces consistent results see that's what our new is our new spiritual training is these teachings are they're teaching you to produce consistent results not just a one-time ritual to get five bucks you know or to get a parking spot or to get someone to take you out on friday night but a way of life a culture a way of of living that will produce a consistent lifestyle you see so that's what the protocols idea is about and that's what this segment has been about and i will see you next time this has been Chief Yuya with another Chief Yuya podcast. Peace.